0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: What's up everybody. This is Trey Biddy with hogsports.com H a W G sports.com Arkansas head coach, Sam Pittman has tested positive for COVID-19 got his test at six 30 this morning. We're going to talk about that. Obviously that's a huge deal. We'll talk about what all comes along with that. Luckily he's asymptomatic right now. Uh, none of the other players or coaches on the team tested positive, but there's a lot to discuss with that as Arkansas turns the page from their 24-13 win over Tennessee and looks ahead to the mighty Florida Gators. All that more is in Keith Grayson is also going to join us today, and of course, we're going to get to your questions, so I wanted to ask you to go ahead and start getting your questions in. Uh, before we get started, of course, there's plenty of ways to watch the lesson. You can tune in on Facebook Live, tune in on YouTube. Be sure to follow the page on Facebook Live, like the page if you haven't done so already, throw us a thumbs up on YouTube, subscribe to the channel. And hit the notifications bell so you're notified anytime we upload new videos. Also available on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to throw us a five star rating and leave a review so others can know what to expect from Hog Sports Live. Also available on Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere else you can think of to find your favorite podcast. Be sure to sign up for our newsletter if you haven't done so already. Just go to the top right page at Hog Sports, top right of the page at hogsports.com, and you can sign up for our breaking news daily uh, newsletter. You would have gotten it this morning. You would have gotten also a text alert if you signed up for the text alerts. Uh, to notify you that Sam Pippen had tested positive for COVID-19. And, again, we'll get into that here in just a second, uh, as well as Jalen Catalon being named Defensive SEC Player of the Week and, of course, Arkansas's kickoff time for the Florida game. So all of those things are the kind of stuff that we send uh, so you know before your buddies in your group thread and, uh, of course, in your email inbox. And we also put, you know, all of our free content in with our daily newsletter every morning. We actually ended up sending three, three newsletters this morning because of all the stuff that happened. Okay. All right. Obviously, this is big news with Sam Pippen. So, basically, you know, they test Sundays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. And they, t- they tested Sunday. He got a call at 630 this morning pretty soon after he'd gotten out of the shower and, um, and was notified that he had tested positive. And, again, the only person on the team. So, what that means is he has an opportunity to – and there's always a chance that it's a false positive. So, he will take the t- – and, again, he's asymptomatic – he will take the test again. He took it, excuse me, already today. He's gone in and taken the test already today, so he'll get his results on Tuesday morning. The team, again, tests on Tuesday, so he'll test again on Tuesday and hope to get his results and then test again on Wednesday and hope to get a negative result then. If he gets three negatives, then he's fine. He'll be able to return to the team on Thursday and continue uh, you know, practicing and everything. Barry Odom, obviously, is going to be the interim head coach, but – that's kind of the setup. So we're waiting to see if he gets three negative tests. Now Sam Pittman and Nick Saban are the coaches in the SEC. Now Saban had a little different scenario. He was the home team. I don't remember if he tested positive on a Monday or not. But they were the home team, and I think he got his results on Friday. But sounds like Pittman will get his results on Thursday. Um, if it doesn't work out where he does, you know, any of those tests come back negative, then it goes back uh, to the t- original testing date, and he'll be able to return to the team Wednesday or Thursday of LSU week which, by the way, kickoff time for LSU has been set. It will either be on ESPN or the SEC Network. I thought we maybe skirted the 11 o'clock games, but uh, alas, we haven't. So Arkansas and LSU will play at 11 o'clock either ESPN or or SEC Network, first 11 o'clock game of the year, which is nice considering how it's been the last couple of years. So just from the University of Arkansas, here's the official release. Coach Pittman was tested Sunday as part of the team's normal protocol and he was informed this morning that his PCR test was was positive. He is not symptomatic and is in self-isolation at home. He rested this morning. He retested this morning to confirm the results of Sunday's test with those results still pending. All individuals who are considered close contacts have been notified and will enter quarantine guidelines. Coach Pittman will follow SEC's return to activity and medical guidance task force protocol for testing asymptomatic positives so that's where it is and here's what uh, coach Pittman said I asked him uh, it is we actually were able to speak to him today I asked him you know what the plan is exactly and he said normal testing is sunday tuesday thursday as y'all know the results get back monday wednesday friday a.m well this morning i just had got out of the shower it was about six thirty, and i got a call that said i tested positive only guy on the whole team so you know lucky me you know and i wouldn't want it to be somebody else either so i went back in the morning and i had tested so th- that result will be back tomorrow morning if it's negative i'll test again tuesday morning result wednesday if it's negative i'll test again wednesday morning result thursday morning and I'll be able to go back to work Thursday by 8 or 9 o'clock in the morning. If any of those are positive, then I go back to Saturday, Sunday, and then 10 days ahead of that, and you would be back to work Wednesday or Thursday of LSU week, no matter how I feel, no matter, you know, I'm asymptomatic, so no matter how I feel. So get well, Coach Pittman. Obviously, Barry Odom, as I mentioned, will be the interim coach. There hasn't been any plans to shuffle things around where their grad assistant takes over a certain position group or something like that. Pittman will be able to still be involved virtually with the team and with the planning and everything. So I know that he was – I think the most disappointing thing for him is not that things aren't going to be okay because, you know, Pittman's a guy that puts his belief in other people. You know, you run this, you run this, you run this, and I'm going to, you know, play the, uh, the orchestra. So that's kind of how he's he's led things. And so he's still gonna leave it up in the hands of those people, but with Felipe going back to Florida, his former school, I know Pittman said he really wanted to be there next to him for that. So that's kind of the most disappointing thing according to Sam Pittman, which is a very Sam Pittman thing to say. Kirk Street feels that Sam Pittman Needs to be under serious consideration for SEC Coach of the Year. I agree with him. In fact, no matter what else happens this season, given where Arkansas has been and what they've done so far this year, they should have four wins. He is the Coach of the Year to me. Florida's going to be a tough game, guys. I mean, I talked about it in my walk and talk, you know, just about if you don't – if you, I don't care what team you're bringing into Fayetteville, if you don't play with some heart and you don't play with passion, you're in danger of catching an L against Arkansas. Florida is one of those teams that is playing with passion and has those big-time talents, kind of like Texas A&M, which I mentioned also in the walk and talk. So Florida's like that. By the way, elephant in the room. My microphone broke just a minute ago. This little piece right here, I was adjusting, and it broke. So I've got a power block with the cord running underneath because you can't stand it on anything. Frustrating. <laughs> so that's the setup we have here. I mentioned the kickoff time for Arkansas LSU. Again, that's the first morning game so far this season. We don't know the kickoff time for the remaining three games after this one. Jalen Catalan named SEC Defensive Player of the Week. It's the fourth time that's happened? Is that the fourth time? Pretty impressive. So Catalan had 12 tackles, a forced fumble, and an interception. They really talked about him a lot in the telecast. I said it before, Jalen Catalan is the best safety Arkansas has had since Ken Hamlin. And that's been a while. That's been a while. He just plays very well. I, I thought he set the tone with a big hit early, even though he'd been injected the week before, and then had 10 tackles in the first quarter. Kudos. Kyle Pitts. That's Florida's uh, standout tight end, probably the best tight end in the country. is questionable for this one. He was injured in a bang-bang play in the second quarter of the 44-28 win over Georgia. But he's a playmaker. Unfortunately for Arkansas, unfortunately for Florida, they've got a lot of playmakers. They're going to be okay. They're going to be okay. So, it's going to be an interesting matchup, of course, with the Felipe Franks factor. I mean, every game this season it seems like there's some kind of connection. There's some kind of tie-in with it, you know. Um, you look at, you know, the Georgia game, obviously, Sam Pittman's last coaching stop. The Mississippi State game, there was a lot of talk about Mike Leach maybe being the head coach at Arkansas. The Auburn game with Gus on and Chad Morris. The Ole Miss game, because the same talk was with Elaine Kiffin, whether he was going to be the next Arkansas coach. Texas A&M, just Texas A&M, the history of that game, the fact that they've won eight in a row and now nine in a row. Tennessee, you got Jim Cheney, who used to coach at Arkansas, making his first return to Fayetteville. Florida, obviously Felipe Franks' last school. I mean, LSU is the first game on the schedule where you're just like, really, like, there's just not a whole lot there. <laughs> Aside from the battle for the boot. Missouri, of course. Barry Odom, connection. And then Alabama. So, really, it's just LSU and Alabama as if you needed motivation to get up for those games. So let's look back at the game real quick. feel like Arkansas is finally playing Razorback football again this season after questions if they would ever get back to being respectable. So I mentioned, Sam Pittman is the man in my eyes. He is the Arkansas coach for a reason. It was a good fit. I talked about Arkansas playing with heart. You know, even talking to the players like Bumper Pool after the game, we never lost the faith. And they were down 13-0. They weren't doing anything we didn't know they were going to do. We weren't we just weren't executing. And I think by halftime everybody was like, We're way better than this. Let's go show it. Then we came out in the second half, the momentum was rolling. That was probably one of the most fun halves of football I've ever played. There was definitely a different energy coming from Arkansas and Tennessee. You could see in the way the guys were playing in the second half. That's that's you don't want to talk about the adjustments they made. They just started playing. They just started playing with energy, with enthusiasm. Not that they weren't. I mean, they were real close on some plays. You know, there's some plays here and there. Like, you know, I think uh, Tennessee had gone down and scored uh, one of the plays. There was you know there was an obvious hold on Julius coach. I don't know why they're missing these holding calls this year. Uh, there was an 18-yard pass play. Uh, you know, so there were some things here and there. Where they just missed a tackle or just missed the gap. You know, it wasn't like they were just like didn't have the energy there were things that were real close you know i I said this too in the walk and talk but you know with arkansas they obviously didn't have the same star power that tennessee has but you gotta if those stars aren't playing with hype and energy playing together then it doesn't really matter because you have to have both you have to have that culture the energy all of that stuff so if you're going to give me a five star Give me the one with the chip on his shoulder because Arkansas has got a lot of players that play like that, playing for each other. So good to see a team. They haven't been a team for so long, just like a real team that's got each other's back, and you can tell and feel it. So it's good to see. There's no quit in them. I haven't seen them quit yet. They didn't quit against Texas A&M. They were outmanned, outmatched. They didn't quit. They didn't quit against Tennessee when they were down 13-0. You can feel that momentum. And really, what's changed with this team? I mean, they brought in a lot of, you know, grad transfers and stuff. And, they, and, you know, Xavier Kelly's had an impact. Jerry Jacobs did before he opted out. But really, it's been Felipe Franks. It's been the addition of Sam Pittman and this coaching staff and Felipe. That's the difference. 18-25 passing for Felipe, 75%, 215 yards, three touchdowns, never put a ball in jeopardy. Did have two fumbles. Both of them were covered by Arkansas. That was the best showing by a Razorback quarterback since 2016, aside from earlier in the season when he was 22 of 30 for 318 yards and four touchdowns against Auburn. The two best showings by an Arkansas quarterback since at least 2016 were by Felipe Franks. Really, 2015. And it's amazing to me to hear people, like, criticizing. I'm not going to go into that again because, I mean, I, th- I think the guy's proven himself. You can't throw a better de- – in fact, I, Felipe Franks is my player of the game for offense, and I'll give it to Jalen Catalan, sure. Maybe I'll give it to the whole defensive line also. But to me, Felipe Franks is the offensive player of the game. A couple big passes, those two passes to, uh, to Mike Woods for 56 and Traylon Burks for 59, dead on the money. going to be an interesting matchup at Florida. I'm not – you know, I, felt I had a really good feeling about the Tennessee game right out the bat. I think I said my walk and talk after the Texas A&M game that I was going to go ahead and go on record and predict the Tennessee one, that they would win that one. I can go on record in the Florida game going the opposite direction. I think the line's 16-and-a-half. I may even take – you know, I may, I don't, I'm betting on it, but – I, I may say, take that line. I, I just think that, you know, it's in the swamp at Florida. Now you've got this whole deal with Sam Pittman, which I think will make at least some impact. I mean, it's it's not ideal, obviously. It's going to make an impact. But the main thing that Pittman is instilled, you know, will still be there, the culture, the belief, the buy-in, all that stuff. But it's at the swamp. Florida's playing extremely well. Now, Texas A&M beat them. They've got some common opponents. Texas A&M beat them. Let's look at the, let's look at it real quick for, for a football schedule.
0: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me.
2: Get IXL now, and listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash audio. Visit IXL.com slash audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price.
1: Obviously, Georgia just beat them, which beat Arkansas. So those are two common opponents. They had a game rescheduled, so they're just 4-1 and one right now. Uh, they played Ole Miss. They beat Ole Miss. Pretty solidly, 51-35 in Oxford to open the season. Arkansas also beat Ole Miss. Beat South Carolina, 38-24, not just a blowout, but there's a little bit of a connection there with Will Muschance being the former coach. They fell 41-38 to Texas A&M, postponed the LSU game, postponed the Missouri game. And they replayed the Missouri game on October 31st. A week later, Florida won 41-17, and then now they lost to Georgia. So maybe you're hoping for a little bit of a letdown from Florida this week, returning home to Gainesville after playing Georgia. Maybe they take Arkansas a little lightly. I don't see how you could now. If you don't come out with the right energy, you're going to lose to Arkansas. But I don't see that happening with Florida. All right, this mic's kind of throwing me off. I can't believe this thing broke off. There's just a little tiny thing. So if anybody has any information on how to get a rode NT USB extra little thing like this, let me know. It just happened. I've got super glue out. I was going to super glue it. I don't know. Kind of fitting that something like that would happen after the Pittman news. But good luck, Pan- uh, Coach Pittman. Hope you get well soon. Hope you stay as- asymptomatic. Hope you don't pass it on to anybody nearby. We're going to get to Keith Grayson right now. I wish I'd brought up Keith's revenge tour deal that he did at halftime on Twitter, but with the Pittman news, I just wanted to make sure I got on. Yo. What's up, Keith? How you doing, man?
0: Well, you know, I mean, you typically ask me to, come on. I don't know how you schedule people, but I uh, declined the last time because you mm-hmm. wanted me to come on after the loss and I'm a front runner. I only want to come on and talk about good news, so of course I agreed to come on today and then we get the news about Pittman.
1: Mm-hmm. And I'm,
0: not feel, I'm not feeling very funny right now.
1: Yeah, the Pittman news sucks. I mean, I hate it for him. I hate it for their team. But um, he sounds asymptomatic, so that's, that's positive. And, you know, the culture's still there. The what he's put in place is still there, and you still got Barry Odom with some head coaching experience who can lead the way. And there's still a chance that you know, I mean, he's the only person on the team to test positive, right? The only person, so that's that raises a, a red flag right there. So maybe he'll t- he'll he'll test negative on this next one and and the next three and be able to go to Florida.
0: I just I, I hope for the best, and and I'm not trying to be funny, but it is kind of like I I do think Arkansas is curse to some degree and i hope and pray i'm not a religious guy at all but i'm praying that uh there the arkansas effect does not
1: take place here like i i'm just i don't know anyway, all that's all I that's just, behind us keith we don't have that anymore
0: well as long, as soon as you quit talking about it
1: <laughs> hey so what did you think about the game i meant to get your uh, your video up but i, did, I ran into um Obviously, a little time constraint, and then the the microphone broke off at the end. So, um, what what are your initial impressions of the Tennessee game? Everything happened like you thought it would. So I'm sitting there. I, I, I built a man cave. I, I had, saw that. Anyways, so I got a little
0: shop that I built next to my house, mm-hmm. and I'm on a. I just got air conditioning put in on like spiral ducts or whatever, and we're we're down thirteen to nothing. I'm like, well, this is kind of not going the way that I want, so I'm gonna sit here and finish up. You know this project that I got in the in the cave, and I was putting up some string lights, and they've been outside of my house for a while. So they're all beaten up, and light bulbs exposed with the broken glass and stuff. And I had it plugged in. I'm up on the top rung of a ladder, wrapping this. It's a steel shop, and I'm wrapping the string lights around it. And I am grabbing the steel, mm. an exposed light bulb touched my palm and my ear um I looked out of the side of my my peripheral vision and I I saw an arc go from the the electrical or from the ductwork, and it put it I was the I was the middle of that electrical shock and it went into my earlobe and then out my palm and it was like something from a sci-fi movie and uh didn't die but I literally sparked the comeback uh we went on to score twenty four hundred and, and it's
1: unanswered points. But um so I can take credit for that win. Yeah, that's That's good. Um, that's uh, a
0: <laughs> near death experience for Dude, my
1: Hawks. you none, gotta be of, more careful. I <laughs> I'm you know I what, mean I'm I'm playing on borrowed time anyway. Everybody kinda knows that, right? I mean I I live hard. You know what uh you know what Bill Burr said about man cage, don't you? No. He said uh when he was a kid growing up, he said, "Why does everybody have?" he's goes like, "Why does everybody have a man cave?" He's Like when I was a kid growing up, my father didn't have a man cave. My dad had a house. We watched what he wanted to watch on TV. <laughs> I thought that was great. Different times. Yeah. <laughs> so you're getting a man cave ready, and you're moving to Arkansas soon. Uh, yeah. If I can figure out, uh, I got a piece of land. If I can get some information back from the agent that I want mm-hmm. to, we'll see. So that's uh.
0: But yeah, I'm getting. I've been working on this house for a while, and so, in the event that I need to sell it, yeah. I got now I've got a six car garage. So
1: Keith, the Tennessee game, I, I appreciate the uh, electrical story, but um, that that was crazy. I mean, to see them go down 13-0, it just looked like Sam Pittman, or excuse me, Jim Cheney just need to kept calling run plays, and um, and they would just kind of coast to victory. But that's that's not what happened. The compounding effect
0: of second half Jim Cheney, which hasn't changed since, since he was here, and Barry Odom making adjustments,
1: uh, you're going to get shut out the second half mm-hmm. every time. <laughs> is, that, is that right? What do you think about this? I was
0: this? just waiting for that. I was for that half back pass on third and goal. What do you think,
1: of, think? What do you think about this Florida game coming up? A little too much juice for Florida. I've I've, I've already conceded that one. Um,
0: yeah, unless we just bow up and win one for the Gipper, you mm-hmm. know, I I and assuming Pittman doesn't travel to it. Um, you know, Bo, Odom's had success against him, but I'm looking at this I, I've already kinda I I'm i am i am looking past it kinda like the A and M game. Like I didn't have a good feeling going into that one. Yeah. Saying like all right we're gonna get Tennessee. I'm looking at L S U and we we're gonna be favored against L S U. Like I I I'm I'm I don't have a good feeling about the Florida game, but
1: mm-hmm. For the first time in forever, we are going to be favored going to the LSU game. It's possible. December 12th, or uh, no, excuse me, not December 12th, um, that's when Florida plays them. But Arkansas plays them. What's the date, Keith? Not this week, but the next. I told you I would not <laughs> The 21st. To... The 21st. So Arkansas plays them. It's 11 o'clock game. So, that, that kind of stinks, but um, it was bound to happen at some point. I mean, Arkansas has not played an 11 o'clock game. They have great kickoffs for all of them. So, it was bound to happen at some point. I kind of like, in a way, getting uh, LSU bright and early in the morning. I think maybe that bodes well for Arkansas, given, you know, if you're not going to have the, the huge home crowd environment of a night game, I think it kind of sets up well to have them early. I don't know why I feel that. And way also,
0: there's another component that they, they also suck.
1: Yeah, they're, they're not playing very well, are they? LSU is, I mean, even though they had so many players to replace, and I mean like almost everybody, all but like three starters, even though they had so many players to replace, they've still been recruiting four or five-star talent. They've still been recruiting, you know, off of a national championship, you know, and off of ten, one ten-win season after another. So you figure they would have been like a little stronger. But I think a lot of what LSU's got going on is not only – did they lose all those players and coaches? They lost, you know, not their – one of their co-coordinators, it was really Brady was the, the architect of everything. Also lost their defensive coordinator. Uh, they lost a lot, but still, I think that, you know, maybe, you know, the way they've handled things with COVID, with the time away, all of that stuff possibly played a role in and why they're not playing that well this season.
0: Yeah, and I wasn't trying to sidestep your question about Florida. I, I think I, I think that one's going to get out of hands, personally. I think that could be, you know, 24, 31 point loss there. I, I think they're going to, you know, Sam Pittman is
1: 6-0 and against the spread. And I, think, I don't I don't think he's yeah. going to cover this one. Yeah, kind um, of a due, due situation, but, due, to, due to have a bad game. But, you know, I mean, I think we all hate LSU so much that they can get two weeks of hate week. I mean, we can just double down and, and look forward to them and trash them for two weeks. Yeah, you know the Tennessee week was really mild, like in terms of trash talk and, you know, just our, our site traffic overall. You know, our, our site traffic, like like a lot of people think, you know, coaching search is, is high traffic and stuff, and it is. But we had, like, coaching search-like traffic, you know, after some of these games that they played this this week, and I mean for the like the whole week, you know, like just ridiculous. But the Tennessee week, it died down a lot, and maybe that's because they were coming off a loss to Texas A and M. They lost a little bit of their energy, but the but the you know the participation in our polls questions on Tennessee was down. Um, just our overall site traffic was down. It's it's ticked back up this week. You know, starting with the win over uh, over Tennessee. I mean, it, it really ticked back up. So. You know, back in the '90s, Tennessee was maybe Arkansas's most hated rival in the SEC at the time. I mean, they were the yeah. annual cross divisional opponent. They kind of replaced Texas in a large, in a large way, being that orange team, uh, even with a T. You know, um, they fit that. They kind of fit that role so many ways. So, but you, I mean, you don't play that often, and it's just kind of like, yeah, you know, I don't like Tennessee, but no biggie.
0: Yeah, I mean, what's the saying? They wear they wear orange on Fridays in the Deer Woods. Saturday, they wear it in the stadium, and Sunday they wear it on the side of the road picking up trash. I mean, <laughs> I, they're easy to pick on. I mean, they're an easy, they're 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 you know, been, they've been down for a while. It's just yeah. I, you know, I think I think as as teams regress, like Tennessee has, like it's just like in, in the way that our year is gone. Uh, defensively, like, they just didn't really put much fear into in, me as a fan. I, I kind of knew what was going to happen. It was unexpected in the first half, but once we started going on, I got some electroshock therapy at halftime yeah. that, that uh, you know, we were, we were rolling. Who, who, like, we know, so Catalan is taking off mm-hmm. um, on defense. Morgan and Poole do what they do every game. Who has been a disappointment for you on defense?
1: A disappointment? It's a good question. I mean, Jerry Jacobs leaving was disappointing. <laughs> um, let's see. I, you know, I, I'll say Marcus Miller has been a little bit of a disappointment. and You
0: had him as a starter,
1: right? He was my, like, long shot dark horse pick to start on the defensive line. And, and he looks like a million bucks. But for whatever reason, and who knows, you know, there could be an injury. They don't haven't really talked about that kind of stuff very much. He could have missed some time. Who knows? But he was – I'm not giving up on Marcus by any stretch. He's just a retro freshman. But I kind of – I would say maybe him. Um, Obviously, the injury to Dorian Gerald is disappointing because I think that he might have had a a potential at the next level and may need to come back for another year. Uh, Who else? Who else is disappointing me? It's hard to to say disappointing and defense in the same sentence, to be honest with you.
0: Well, the crazy thing is, defensively and in offensively, I mean, the the team seems to be. I I there's room for improvement on mm. on all of this. They, every time I say it over and over, you want to win as a coach and still have coaching points
1: to improve on. That's the best case scenario. Right.
0: You don't want to just blow people out or shut people out or whatever. I mean, you want that as the goal, but to go back and coach them up further, I do think on offense that, you know, trick plays are set up with something. So, I mean, if you want to throw Traylon Burks on a pass or something, like on a, you know, he's going to get a toss and, and and throw it, set it up with the toss first. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they have to be they're, – they're just kind of drawing stuff up to draw it up sometimes. And, and I I like Kendall Bryles, but I think some of this stuff needs to be set up. And yeah. Because SEC defense is – are just they're gonna they're gonna play their assignment. They're not gonna be, they're not they don't have their eyes in the wrong place. You're trying to you're trying to catch people off with stuff like that, and you have got to set it up by running trailing perks first. And then the thing is, like they put trailing uh, Smith in the wild hog or wildcat formation. Mm-hmm. What sets up that what sets up the wildcat is the element of the pass. Mm-hmm. Like you got to have that little Y pop. You know, in the in the yeah. middle, they ran
1: a turn later. Yeah, well, you've got you to also have some, that, the orb, that orbit motion, but they don't do that anymore. They just call it the Wildcat. They call a direct snap to the running back the Wildcat.
0: Yeah, you're left or right.
1: You're that's left not, right. That's not what the Wildcat is. The Wildcat was Felix Jones coming around in motion. You know, there's a possibility that you can hand off to him. There's a possibility that you can just keep it, and there's a possibility that you can throw it. That was what the Wildcat was, and I see yeah. everybody say I'd call a direct snap the Wildcat. It's not what it is. Yeah.
0: But anyway, I think Riles right. gonna get it, and yeah. So I, he's he's I, definitely I, tried I, I,
1: to be tricky sometimes, and it hasn't worked out a, a pretty good bit actually, and it's been frustrating to people. But the first time, you know, one of those work out, they're like, you know, great call. <laughs> but you're right, they got to set it up a little bit better on some stuff. That that the the, the Traylon Burks pass play has not worked. Under two staffs, and neither did the yeah. uh, neither did the one with Devion. That has never worked either. They've run that. I've seen Devion throw a pass what three times now. Never worked. Yeah. All right, man. Well, hey, good talking to you. And and for
0: real, like I I, I everybody needs to say a little prayer for Coach Pitt. And if you want to support him, just imagine this. I'm going today. I haven't done it yet, but I gotta buy my season tickets for next year. Now that this vaccine is coming out or whatever, everything's gonna get back to normal sooner rather than later. And just imagine the home atmosphere in twenty twenty one. It is going to be incredible. Yeah. I mean, you wanna support the Hogs?
1: you wanna support Pittman through what he's going through right now, put your money where your mouth is and let's let's sell that let's sell it out. All right, man. Good point. Appreciate Later, you. Keith. All right. Later, Keith. All right, that's Keith Grayson. For those who don't know, Keith, he is a former University of Arkansas student. Obviously, a Razorback fan. He is the also the discourse, disgraced former president and founder of the Arizona Razorback Club. Um, he coaches high school football on the side. He's in real estate, kind of a jack of all trades and uh, all around funny guy with some good takes. So the, also the, the point he was making, for those of you who have not heard, Pfizer came out and said their vaccine, which I believe is a two-stage vaccine, so I think you take it and then you take it again 21 days later. Um, but according to them, and they're, they're in you know conjunction with, I think, some German company, but their vaccine, which is in stage three trials, is 90% effective. Which the flu vaccine, somebody said, and don't, don't quote me on this because I'm not – 100 percent i just read it okay just by person but apparently it's like 40 percent effective but 90 percent effective even if not everybody gets the vaccine which obviously the people with some uh, you know with um, pre-existing conditions more vulnerable people get the vaccine first and then not everybody's going to take it some people are scared of vaccines i personally i will probably do it if it if, you know if it's deemed safe then I'm gonna, I'll probably do it after everybody else has. But, um, you know, just everybody doesn't have to take it, but I think that once enough people do and, it's, you know, you start limiting the spread of it, hopefully we'll be uh, start getting this world back to normal. Prayers for that. Prayers for Coach Pittman as well. Let's jump to your questions. Hop over to the Razor's Edge VIP forum. We always go to questions first. Got a few of them right here. Always post this just right before. So, Shivers forty five says Trey. One of the biggest takeaways from Saturday's after the game was the amount of Tennessee players that came and talked to Coach Pittman. You could tell that the they love they love him and want to play for him. What do you think that will do for recruiting once we start winning more? I don't know that that necessarily will do anything for recruiting as much as winning the game, showing that you're heading the right direction. And on top of that, you know the staff that Arkansas has with recruiting and, and of course led by Sam Pittman. Now, the people that were. You know, coming up and, and hugging him up were uh, Cade Mays, who played for him at Georgia. He was a recruit uh, and actually ended up transferring to Tennessee. He's from Knoxville originally after Sam Pittman left. So Cade, uh, Trace Smith who he recruited, who was a big-time recruit, he also came up and, and gave him a hug. Those are the only two guys that I saw do that, though. So, players that he has a relationship with in the past. Hog Nation 9 says as a betting man. Arkansas or Florida with a 17-point spread? Last I saw, it was 16-and-a-half, which I might take I might take Florida in that one. I think Arkansas might be due for a bit of a letdown. Who knows? I mean, there's so much at play at this one with Sam Pittman's diagnosis with Felipe Franks going back there. I just think that Florida plays, and we talked about the heart and everything, but Florida plays with that. they got a good quarterback, really good quarterback. Um, they're well coached. It's at their place. So a lot stacks up against Arkansas, which is why it's such a big spread in the first place. Shivers 45 says – that was from Hog Nation 9, by the way. Shivers 45 says, do you feel Smith should start over Boyd right now? I don't feel that way. Um, I I think that they continue to have a nice mix. The thing with Boyd is he hasn't broken off a long one, but he was pretty consistent overall. He had some that he was stuffed. I mean, basically it was blown up pretty early, but I think he gives you the best chance at, you know, making sure that you get those three, four, five-yard runs consistently. He didn't have a run over seven yards but he still had 19 carries for 65 yards. So he was fairly consistent overall, so I wouldn't say that right now, but maybe you look at balancing it out a little bit more because Smith does some good things for you in the open field, and he runs a lot bigger than he is. Rippy Rowe says, what are the odds of the game being moved to Fayetteville or canceled altogether with the COVID and Tropical Storm, Hurricane, ETA looming? I mean, I think maybe it's possible. We kind of heard that same talk with the Auburn game, that there's a possibility, and there was some games that were moved. So. It's something to watch, but I'm not a meteorologist. Maybe get a little bit, a couple more days into the week and we'll see where that thing's headed. Charles Pierce says, what bowl game would you like, do you expect? The projection came out today from 24-7, I believe, uh, that had Arkansas in the Music City Bowl facing Indiana. Indiana's, you know, they're, they're playing well, obviously. Definitely an overachieving team. But I wouldn't mind going to – I don't know that I'll be able to go to Nashville. I don't know how it will work out, to be honest with you. But um, Nashville is always a good destination. You'd rather go to Nashville than – I don't mean to knock Memphis or anything, or Shreveport. I don't – is Shreveport even tied in right now? I think they've got a. – they've mixed that up. I've seen them also projected to the Gator Bowl. Wouldn't mind going to Florida. What is that, Tampa? Um, but, yeah, Florida, Gator Bowl. I mean, if, you're not, if it's not a situation, here's the deal to think about, too. This isn't a situation where you're worried about people traveling for the game, right? Because you're not going to be able to sell out the stadium. So that shouldn't matter so much like it has in the past where it's cost Arkansas trips to Florida for bowl games. But, you know, if they end up at Houston, they end up at Nashville, Tampa, Carolina, wherever, Charlotte, Just get to one, even if it's Shreveport. All SEC players wear tracking gadgets on game days for contact purses. Do we know if coaches wear these also? I would assume everybody. I don't know that, though. MB50187, are you and Danny hearing any buzz about Evan Stone, the recruit, RB recruit out of Arizona, uh, out of Ames, Iowa? Watch the tape and really pound it up the gut. Well, uh, if you remember to ask that question on Thursday when I have Danny on, we'll get to him. Hog Farm 81 says, if Pittman doesn't make the trip, will Odom be on the sideline or stay upstairs? He'll be on the sideline. He'll be he'll take on – I mean, they've got to have somebody who stands in as the head coach, so he'll be on the sideline. All right, let's pop back over to Facebook, see what you guys got. Timothy David Long says, praying for coach is uh, a false positive. A lot of well wishes for Coach Pittman, obviously. Stephen Connor Glassell says, do you know of any other coaches or players that have tested positive? On the team, nobody tested positive. Pittman was literally the only one. Scott Heathcote says, amazing, tough, and have such a great backup. And Coach Odom. Coach Pittman seems to have faith in his coach. Steph, how do you feel about it, Trey? Again, you know, you don't see Pittman like, you know, Pittman's main job on game days is – you know, delegating and playing the orchestra, as Steve Jobs said, or at least as his character in the movie says. But he plays the orchestra; he's the conductor. So, as long as the culture's there, you know Barry Odom's got the head coaching experience. Everything's in place. So it's just it's just having that energy and having that guy in Pittman. But it's a tough task to take on at Florida. I mean, it would be one of. I mean, looking back on the whole season and how teams have played, because obviously the Mississippi State win at LSU was probably the biggest upset of the season, at least that week one, and then you saw that, you know, LSU isn't so great. This might be the biggest upset of the year in college football. Trey, what's the deal with Trey Knox? says Marquise Martin. I don't know. I have no idea. But he's not, he hasn't been targeted in forever. He's played. I saw him in the game Saturday playing wide receiver. But he hasn't been targeted. I don't know. It's a mystery. Scott Heathco says going to recapture the boot from LSU this year. Nick N. MS Martinez says. Don't you think our defense has a good matchup with Florida? Not saying they should win, just glad they aren't rushing for 350 yards a game. I mean, Arkansas's pass defense is definitely better than their run D, so maybe maybe that's a matchup. Florida passes the ball extremely well, though. Diane Stromberg says, Coach, we know you have prepared for this just in case. You are loved and praying for you. Just know the kids will do the job and the coaches stand ready. Thank you, Diane Stromberg. You guys can guess that relation. (laughs) Timothy David Long says, Hey, Trey, do you think Franks will stay another year? He keeps getting better and better. Your thoughts? I don't think he will. You know, he's a fifth-year senior, so I don't know what he can do really after starting, what, three years at Florida, starting one year at Arkansas. What's he going to do to improve his draft stock? You know what I mean? So it would be awesome if he did, but I I think, you know, he's starting to get talked about too in the pros. Sam Kerr says, you think Pittman can pull off coaching Saturday like Saban or are they testing setups similar to that of Bama's LOL? Well, he's already taken one test, so he's got two more. Jim Taylor says, hey Trey, Jim Taylor in Fresno, California. We have a believer. My neighbor just asked me to get him a hog hat for Christmas. (laughs) That's awesome. Jamison Roberts says, I know it's not a question, but the Tennessee lineman coming in and hugging coach after the game shows how much everyone likes Pittman. Kenny Harris says, do you think the game will go about like it did against against Georgia? I don't know. I don't know if, if there will be a stout against them to start things out. Chase Hogan Jones says, I mean, but in result, I kind of see Florida covering. We'll see. We'll see how i feel about it as the week goes on. Chase Hogan Jones says, "Do you feel like our players have excitement just playing in the SEC? Seems like they love, embrace it. Another credit, to Sam Pittman. Do you like Barry Odom's intensity? I like all their. Int- I like the whole vibe. Everything that's going on there right now is a positive." Coach Pittman's choice as an assistant coach are probably the best in college football, says Rick Sharp. Kyle Curry says, I know it's pure speculation here, but Garantano had not been – Garantano had not been knocked out of the game, do you think he still would have mounted the charge that we did in the second half? I mean, it was midway through the second half. The other quarterback didn't come in until six minutes left, 6.35 left in third, and the damage is – I mean, it was done then. So, yeah, I do think they still would have. I mean, Garantano wasn't playing that well. He had 42 passing yards, 31 rushing yards. It's not like he was the difference for them. You know, really it was just them being able to run the ball, and that stopped. That stopped in the third quarter. John Sullivan says, what's your your taking all the trick plays and the development behind the line of scrimmage seems to be drive killers every time. Yeah, it just hasn't – I mean, Keith kind of touched on that a little bit, but it just hasn't worked out for Arkansas. Like literally very little has worked out. Now they had a, a nice pass, a nice play to open the game with uh, Traylon Smith. No, Damian Warner, excuse me. I get those guys mixed up a lot. Kind of similar. Robert James Hurst says, "I've actually been wondering why nobody even talked about this. I think we could still have a comeback, but I'm sure it would, would, would have been as fast. I mean, like I said, they'd already, well, they'd already put up 21 points on them. You know, they already had the lead by eight. Stephen Shope says our defense handled their offensive line. CSB hugged a lot more than two. I've watched it several times. So, Rocky, I think if you go back and look, because I watched it too, and I may have missed something, but from what I saw, he hugged Cade Mays right after the handshake with uh, Jeremy Pruitt. He hugged Cade Mays. He hugged Trey Scott, Trey Smith. I keep saying Trey Scott. And then he hugged uh, Cade Mays again That's what I saw. Once with the helmet on, once with the helmet off. So – Maybe maybe go back and look at it, but I think that's what happened. Timothy David Long says any word on Hudson Henry? Yeah, we didn't get any any kind of update on him. Blank Slusher said, Blanca Slusher says, Blanca Slusher says, I guess we can understand that connection. Also, Blanca Slusher says, we are praying for Coach Pittman. We have full confidence for we have full confidence that the boys will do their very best to represent Arkansas. We also believe that Coach Odom will not disappoint. Go Hawks. And we are going to leave it with that after I remind everybody, 50% off, or excuse me, not 50% off, 30% off, which is still a great deal, and $1 right now for your first month. Be sure to sign up for our Texas alerts. Go to, go to hogsports.com, go to the top right, and sign up for Texas alerts. Uh, same deal with newsletter. Plenty of ways to watch and listen. Always tune in on Facebook Live. You can also tune in on YouTube. Be sure to follow the page on Facebook if you haven't done so already. And subscribe and hit the notifications bell so you're notified anytime time we upload new videos on YouTube. Throw us a thumbs up or a like on both of those channels. Also available on Apple Podcasts. Throw us a five-star rating, please, if you haven't done so already. Leave us a review so others can know what to expect. Also available on Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere else you can think of to find your favorite podcast. All right, everybody. Sam Pittman has been tested positive for COVID-19. We will await his test results tomorrow. Maybe we'll get some information on that. That would be fantastic if we did, and that it's negative also. And, uh, of course, a big challenge coming up this week with Tennessee Volunteers. All right, everybody. This has been Trey Beating with hogsports.com, and we'll catch you next time.
2: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.